Good morning, everybody. I hope you all enjoyed some much-needed time with friends and family over Memorial Day weekend and got the chance to sit back, relax, and soak up some sun. And hopefully you all are well-rested and ready to go now because it is time for another episode of the 5-Minute Drill brought to you by F5 Media. As always, I am your co-host, Darian Phillips, and I am joined by Simran Sandu. And to start things off today, listeners, we're going to revisit a point about Facebook that we touched on later last week and has recently stirred up some controversy. That's right. Mark Zuckerberg came out with some big news last week. He announced that he expects 50% of Facebook employees to work from home over the next decade, except there's one caveat. There is a high possibility that their salaries will be adjusted based on the location they're working from, which certainly makes the offer less appealing. On the other hand, the company has done very well amid this pandemic, and as a result, Zuckerberg's net worth has increased 46% to a total of $80 billion. Well, not all companies are making a move toward working from home, at least not yet, and those that aren't have started to test employees on-site for COVID-19. Companies such as Smithfield Foods, Ford, and United Health Group have started to set up tents and clinics outside of their facilities and have even begun sending employees testing kits via mail. However, the 72-hour period that it takes for test results to come in still poses quite a challenge for these companies. And if we switch gears here, the New York Stock Exchange officially reopens today after being closed for nearly two months, but things are going to be a bit more quiet than usual. Roughly 25% of the New York Stock Exchange's usual number of traders will be back, and those who do return must sign a liability waiver that prevents them from suing the exchange if they become infected. Fortunately, all traders will be required to wear masks, avoid taking public transportation, and follow social distancing rules, according to the Wall Street Journal. And since we're talking about stock exchanges, let's take a second to check up on markets. For starters, futures on the S&P 500 were up 1.2% yesterday as hotel bookings and air travel began to show signs of a slow recovery over the weekend. Also, futures on the Dow and the NASDAQ were up by 2.3% and 1%, respectively. And with some more promising news, Novavax's experimental coronavirus vaccine will officially begin human testing, making it one of at least 10 potential vaccines to advance to a phase one trial. And while I'm sure most of you enjoyed your Memorial Day weekend, we can't say the same for Sir Richard Branson, as I'm sure he was not too happy to watch Virgin Orbit's first satellite launch come crashing down due to a quote-unquote anomaly. The company said all was going according to plan with the launch until its main liquid-fueled engine ran into issues and wasn't able to carry the payload to its destination, according to the Wall Street Journal. Now, you can't talk about space without mentioning Elon Musk. His company, SpaceX, is scheduled to be the first astronaut launched by a private firm this Wednesday, and it will be the first launch from U.S. soil in nearly a decade. It's safe to say if this whole thing ends up being successful, it will be a huge win for both SpaceX and NASA. And if we bring things back down to earth, we'll see that this pandemic has triggered a wave of bankruptcies, the latest of which is car renting giant Hertz. The company said it has made some strategic missteps over the past few years, which have left it vulnerable and was officially forced to file for Chapter 11 bankruptcy last Friday. And one quick note as we talk about the automotive industry, Nissan and Renault are planning to reduce costs by billions of dollars by slashing car production and shutting down factories. And if we move from the streets to the skies, we've got some news on the German airline Lufthansa, which just agreed to a $9.8 billion bailout deal with the German government. And while bankruptcies and bailouts are working their way into our everyday vocab right now, listeners, this bailout in particular is noteworthy given that it is one of the biggest aid packages by a single country during this pandemic. And now switching over to U.S. politics, President Trump has threatened to move the Republican National Convention out of North Carolina if the state's governor can't promise that the event will take place at full capacity. 
Keep in mind that the planned venue can hold up to 20,000 people, so stay tuned for more info in later episodes. And if we spin the globe around and take a look at what's going on in China, we've got news that Chinese President Xi Jinping has expressed his willingness to change Hong Kong's special status as a self-governing city. Xi Jinping said he would go around Hong Kong's own legislature and draft measures against succession, foreign influence, and terrorism if that's what it takes to curb the pro-democracy protests going on in the city right now. And that concludes today's episode of the 5-Minute Drill. Enjoy the beautiful day, everyone, and make sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. With that in mind, we look forward to catching you bright and early Wednesday morning as we continue our journey to redefine how you experience news.